Welcome to the One Up Project. Money is fuel that that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realising you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content, listening to this, is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes them think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been. At the end of the day, the most important person is yourself. And if you're not happy with your own choices, then you're never going to be happy. This has to be the single most crippling barrier to people doing the things that they want. And oftentimes, it is the most irrelevant factor in the whole process, which is so typical. Why are there so many ironies in life? I'm in a really interesting space right now where I'm quite unsure of my next step. A familiar feeling actually, I definitely have been here before uh, when I left my accounting career, if you want to call it, my nine months of an accounting career and a degree. So it is an interesting time because I can reflect on that experience, but at the same time, it's a very different feeling because I am in a completely different situation now. It's almost like I've leveled up from that experience, but I'm still, you know, still going through the normal emotions of feeling unsure, uncertain, fear, etc. And of course, when thinking about next steps, new things, taking leaps, taking risks, other people's opinions can and often come into this. So today I wanted to tell a couple of stories about when I have been on the edge of doing something new in the past and how I've overcome that fear, which usually all sits around what external opinions or forces I feel is opposed to what I truly want or believe. So we've got to start with an absolute classic. Starting the podcast. (laughs) I'm using my soundboard. (laughs) Okay, enough of that. So obviously this is something I can look back on with quite a bit of hindsight now. It was over two years ago and that was my first major opportunity, I suppose, to overcome my fear of other people's opinions and saying that I didn't actually realize it would turn into anything but I suppose that contributed to the fear a lot because it was like well I could just be starting this thing that literally no one cares about and it's so embarrassing for me which there's a lot within that because I don't think you should be starting something for the validation of others or for popularity anyway Uh, but of course those fears creep into your mind when you are exposing yourself in a way your vulnerability you know I wanted to be really authentic and honest from the start no matter if it was just my mom and my friend listening or if it was a huge audience but the one thing I know that contributed to just doing it kind of thing uh, and I know this for a fact that was having a strong reason why I was doing it in the first place and I know what you're thinking Sarah If one more person tells me to inject purpose and passion, my why in quotation marks, into something I'm doing, I'm going to lose it. What do you mean? And I really dislike how overplayed the whole finding your why conversation is because there's so much depth to it. But because of its constant rehashing without people actually diving into into their why, their purpose, their origin story, it ends up sounding really surface level. And oftentimes it's not something you can pinpoint from the start. I think that that's a really interesting thing. For me, I can actually quite clearly articulate 
my why or my purpose in life now. And when I say that, I just mean the thing that I care about the most. Whereas back when I started the podcast, there's no way I would have been able to articulate that to you whatsoever. It was a feeling. It wasn't a thing I could tell you about. It was a feeling. And so I knew that that feeling was stronger than the fear of other people's opinions on what I was doing. I knew why it was important. I knew why I thought it was going to help someone. And that was clear. So it didn't matter what some of those more surface level fears were. I know why I'm doing this. And regardless of anyone else, I'm going to do it. And that is something I still I still definitely carry today. Uh, confession is every time I upload a TikTok or a reel or just any vulnerable exposing type content I literally cringe like I will sit for five minutes before I post anything and I will just be cringing like god this is so embarrassing but at the same time I know it's not embarrassing it's just that fear that's telling me it is I mean sometimes it definitely is cringe and embarrassing but sitting there with that mindset of okay I'm embarrassed and why am I doing this I'm doing this because I want it to hit home with someone I want this to be the thing that finally motivates someone to be like, oh, maybe I should invest, maybe I should start my emergency fund, maybe I should invest in myself, maybe I should take an interest in why I thought this way about that thing. If that could spark even the thought in someone's head, it's worth it. So that potential outcome outweighs the fear and the other potential outcome of someone judging me. And I was going to say here, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to judge you, you can't do anything about it. But Again, it's one of those cliches I don't like what, when people say it because it's like, well, we already have that fear. So regardless if people are going to judge you or not, you are still thinking they're going to. So it doesn't really matter what is actually happening, uh, even though we can probably confirm most people, uh, if they think about it, are going to think about it for two seconds and then we'll be back onto their own life. But that specific situation of posting things to social media and being scared reminds me of that quote that talks about 10 seconds of insane courage I feel this went viral in the Tumblr days years ago but it was a quote that says you know sometimes all you need is just 10 seconds of insane courage to do this do that do the other and that is what I somewhat carry when I'm doing these things is like okay you know why you're doing it you just need to have that kind of overwhelming feeling of yes we're doing it and we're not thinking And it sounds ridiculous because I'm literally talking about posting TikToks, but sometimes it starts there, you know, before you can do the big stuff, or sometimes that is the big stuff, putting yourself out there in front of people publicly and feeling like that is going to have some kind of, or be some kind of reflection on who you are as a person, that's scary because we want to be in control, we want to be certain of how other people are going to view us, and a lot of the time we can't be, you know, we can't control other people's opinions, so it's important for us to try and control that narrative that other people have. And so opening yourself up is not in any way controlling that narrative. Often, you know, you can try to with the content, but what they think about it isn't within your control. Also, I will usually think, you know, every second I spend pondering what another person is going to think of me after seeing this is just another second not spent on the shit I actually care about, on the change I actually want to see, on the things I actually want to do. And I was speaking to a previous potty guest recently, Rebecca Hollis, who is an amazing person. Episode 38, if you haven't listened, (laughs) seriously, one of my favorite episodes. He was saying, you know, we were just having a brief conversation and he was saying that the earlier you choose to just do the shit you enjoy, the 
better life becomes sooner. And it's so simple. I mean, it's you know not necessarily anything huge or difficult or crazy that he's describing but when you really think about that especially coming from someone who has lived a life where they've done a lot of shit they didn't care about and have now come to that realization based on experience taking that perspective and applying it to your own life now wherever you're at can be really powerful and so after listening to him and talking to him I was like you're exactly right it comes down to the simple things as well if I don't want to go out drinking but I feel I have to to uphold some kind of social status I should not go, you know, regardless of what effect it might have on my reputation is so dramatic. But no matter what it might reflect about the type of person I am, it shouldn't matter. I don't want to do it. And of course, there's limits to this. It's not like I'm just not going to do anything because I don't want to do it. And you you know what I'm talking about when it comes to the limits there. But when I'm speaking about just the little things and every day and, and then moving on to the bigger things like work, the sooner you can work out what it is you want to do, the happier you'll be. And often that comes with investing in yourself and finding out what it is you actually want to do and what it is you actually care about so that you can be so much more aligned with every decision. So ultimately, that was an extremely roundabout way to let you know that understanding why you're doing something, the context around what has made you want to do this is so important for pushing you through to actually doing that thing you know knowing why I'm subjecting myself to this potential embarrassment as dramatic as it might sound is the main reason I continue to stay consistent there are so many days like there's at least a day in every week where I will just be really insecure about the podcast or about something I've posted or or whatever like I'll feel I have this overwhelming feeling that people aren't resonating anymore and that I don't know what I'm talking about and that why do I even do this and you know I have a day where those sort of thoughts roll through my head pretty much every week and so constantly pushing past that if I couldn't find a way to to push past that I wouldn't be doing the podcast I wouldn't have done it for the last two years you know it's not nice to feel that way one day out of every week for two years straight and questioning your worth and your value and and you know you might feel the same just in in your life as well about that in terms of having those days where your self-worth is really low so in order for me to stay consistent about this thing being the podcast I had to be so clear on why I was doing it and again you don't have to be able to articulate this don't have to be able to give every single person the elevator pitch my why and my purpose is this for this reason and it started here it can just be a feeling a set of values of attitudes of beliefs it doesn't need to be this concrete pitch to yourself and to everyone around you it can simply be the feeling and that feeling pulled me through for so long and I've only been able to really articulate that feeling in probably the last month next milestone in my life I suppose if you want to call it that where I felt other people's opinions quite strongly was leaving accounting so quick backstory I know most of you most of you are very familiar with this story by now but I started accounting in uni you know had a scholarship had the grad role had the internship um, with a corporate accounting firm a big four firm which means absolutely nothing to anyone unless you're in the accounting world so I had the corporate graduate's dream essentially and then I threw it away. So I left that role, that career after nine months because I didn't like it. 
which in a lot of people's eyes just isn't a good enough reason to not like something, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say I got a lot of judgment to my face, but I did get a lot of hesitation to my face. A lot of, you know, you're you're so brave for doing that, Sarah. Like, I wish I had the guts to do that. I can't believe you're doing this. Do you think it's the right decision? Sometimes they ended up sounding a lot more like backhanders than real compliments when people were saying, you know, you're brave and, and those sorts of things. But and that, looking back, sounds dramatic now that people would say things like that. But that is how trapping the any career can be when you feel like you've got this opportunity so you just need to stay there you are brave for leaving in so many people's eyes because it's not something that they would consider or can feel it feel like is an opportunity for them which I think is just so sad and side note that's a huge part of why I do this podcast and what I want to continue to do for the rest of my life is to give freedom to people to be able to make the decisions that they want to make aligned with the type of person they want to be in the life they want to live if people have the freedom to make those decisions they'll be so much more fulfilled and so much happier in life because often it's it's that trapping feeling of, of not being able to make those decisions that keeps you in situations that make you unhappy. So, you know, I definitely felt a little judged or I suppose more so their lack of confidence and fulfillment in their own life created a lack of certainty in my next step and that's so dangerous when you think about it. Like it's so dangerous how big of an impact a small set of people or comments can have on a person's life you know you don't really realize how powerful your opinion on someone of someone else to them can be on their life you know it creates doubt it creates fear it creates hesitation and you could potentially be altering someone's life with your opinion so it's so if someone asks you for it because hopefully you're only giving your opinion when they've asked you for it or that they've suggested that they want it it's a privilege to have that in my eyes and you want to be careful with the things that you say and I think I've only started to realise that again so much sooner or, or just recently. It's so hard to overcome another person's worldview while establishing your own, especially while you're young. You know, there's so many things you're trying to work out and just in life, if establishing your own worldview, your own perspective of of what you care about has never been on your radar or something you've considered. And when you're starting to do that, you become so much more conscious and you realize so much more about how everyone else sees it as well. And it's hard to it's hard to push past that to create your own your own view. So this situation was a bit different to starting the podcast because I was close to a, a sort of a breaking point where I knew I didn't like the position I was in but I had nothing to go to you know no career I didn't know what I wanted to do I just knew that this wasn't what it was so what do you do in that situation well a lot of people would probably stay and for me it just wasn't an option because there were two driving factors behind that decision the first one was that I felt I was wasting time and I've always had a big fear of wasting time I felt that every second I spent here was just another second I wasn't spending on a life I actually wanted to live and living with regrets is again a big fear so that was a huge push for me past people's opinions past anything I was like I don't care I cannot 
have regrets in life. The other one was kind of a justification, but it worked quite well. I felt like me being here was taking the opportunity of being here from someone else who would want it so much more than me. Someone who probably deserved it so much more than me, you know, in the sense that they would care about it. They would uh, put time into it. They would invest their their care into this role whereas I wasn't doing that I had to invest time because I had to but not because I wanted to and because I really cared about progressing so I definitely justified it as well by thinking imagine someone else taking your role who actually enjoys it and actually cares about it but then you know leaving was a bit strange I think it confused people too because of course it didn't make sense in line with social norms I do have to say though the people who I was close to while working there were so incredibly supportive and I really appreciate the way that they they supported me in doing that despite it being a little bit strange especially nine months in like it felt like I was the only one doing that as well which I think sucked it's interesting now I've had so many people even grads in my same grad year group reach out and say like oh my god I was the exact same I left after a month or I left after a few months and I'm like oh where were you guys when I needed to talk to you it felt like you know, no one was was going through the same thing, which is of course a classic and another barrier to moving past people's opinions because you think you're the only one doing this, and so it's probably wrong. You know, is how you think, but often case there's no wrong answer. The right answer is doing what feels best to your gut and what's going to align you most with the type of life that you want to live. Yeah, I think the why piece here is also really key. You know, people would ask why why would you do that? Why why would you give that up? Why are you doing this? Whereas I was sure of exactly why I was doing it. Again, no elevator pitch on on the why. The why to me at that time was because I'm not enjoying it. And that should be good enough reason. You know, you spend so much of your life at work. And so for the love of God, at least get paid really good or enjoy it somewhat. I mean, and I wasn't getting either. So it was just, yeah, it was definitely, I knew I didn't want to be there and I knew that was the right decision for me at that time. I didn't know if it was the right decision for my career, so that made it hard, but I knew it was the right decision for me at the time. I think spending so much time trying different things, asking myself different questions, listening to different people broadened my perspective in the world as well. You know, I'd had the podcast for almost a year at this point I'd listened to so many people who had been through this before as in you know started a career was like what the hell moved to something else found success in it or went through some kind of life-altering journey and and pulled themes from that and you know that's where take risks and be curious came from which is the thing I always say is the most common things my podcast guests talk about And so after hearing that, it was like, okay, I have the backing of every podcast guest I've had on, of every inspiring person I've ever spoken to. Not personally, I don't have their backing, but I know through what they're saying, through their ethos, I have their backing. So it was a bit of blind trust and, yeah, a bit of blind trust in that sense where I was like, okay, I just need to make this decision and I'm sure it will work out. And I was talking to someone again about this last night and saying how I tend to have this ability to make decisions spontaneously and just go through with it and trust things will work out and they were like I don't think you understand how much of a superpower that is and I thought about it and I was like 
yes, I guess you're actually right. I've always had this, well, I wouldn't say I've always had it, but after that experience, leaving accounting, it definitely strengthened this ability within me to be able to trust the process in quotation marks because that was a big trust exercise for me and it did end up working out. Um, You know, I didn't really work for three months after that and I was trying to figure out myself and I went through the biggest kind of slump of mental health I've ever been in. But when I say it worked out, I mean that I learned so much from that process. I entered a job after that that I really enjoyed. I met some of the most incredible people. So it worked out in that sense. And even if it didn't work out, whatever that means to you personally, you would still learn so much from that process as well. I think surrounding yourself with as many different perspectives, as many different worldviews, with as many different life experiences as possible helps you. And often this is a a trend or a theme that happens when people go overseas right they go on these big OEs and they come back and they've just seen the world and they've got these new perspectives and it's all incredible and I couldn't do that because of COVID and so I spent a lot of my time broadening my perspective through the experiences of other people and I think that created kind of a similar effect in me that I was like okay well I've, I've seen all these other people or heard all of these other people go through so many of these things and try to place their lens or their perspective on my life regardless of if I thought it was the right way to do it or the wrong way to do it and to see you know what could what I thought would happen and that's again when I developed this understanding that taking risks risks and being curious towards life was more important to my happiness than any image that this career path represented and also being in it is is when you're influenced by it the most when you're outside of it you're like oh it really doesn't matter but when you're in it it feels so strong and so knowing that so many of my podcast guests or people I'd listened to mentors I looked up to had taken risks and been curious about things I trusted that that would be the right move to make and I think anyone can understand or anyone can achieve their understanding of what they want in life like anyone can achieve that understanding Having the privilege, in my case, of living at home meant that I could leave a job and no, I wouldn't be homeless. So I had that privilege and that safety. And I want to acknowledge that not everyone would have had that privilege. But anyone can achieve the understanding of what's best for them. Anyone can achieve that understanding and move forward from there or reach out for help. And that was, you know, that could be a whole other episode, how to reach out for help. God, I feel like I still haven't really learned how to do that. So, yeah, that was kind of my learnings from both of those experiences. I wanted to tell the story and and allow you to take from that what you wish. But the main themes being understanding why I'm doing something is so key. You know, what impact this has against not doing it uh, was key so important to me and you can overcome anything with that with a strong understanding of why you're doing something again doesn't need to be the full pitch just needs to be the feeling learning to trust your gut is obviously key and I think so much of this comes with investing in yourself if you lack purpose if you lack passion I don't know if this is the right way of thinking but it's a thought path I've kind of been challenging recently If you're struggling to work that out, start with your purpose being, I want to be the best version of myself every single day. Make that your purpose. Start there. And that 
in my opinion, will open up so many doors for you. It will make opportunities seem endless. And you'll also be the best version of yourself as well, which is always amazing, not only to you, but to everyone around you. And that will strengthen relationships and bonds. It'll stop you from caring about what other people think. And it will allow you to be more fulfilled, ultimately. I didn't want to fill this episode with tips about, you know, people might be judging you, but don't worry about that because you're your own person and they really only care about themselves and it's a reflection of their own insecurities. All of that stuff is so true, but often when we create these little like temporary mindsets going into situations where people don't, where people might potentially be judging us, it creates a temporary solution and this experience I went through of understanding why I'm doing something but that being a result of understanding myself a lot better investing in who I am and and having that purpose solely as being the best version of myself every day helped me to get to a place where those skills I guess are strengthened in every situation I go go through moving forward thank you thank you thank you thank you for continuing to listen to support me I have I never know who's listening to these but often I'll meet people and they're like oh I listened to six of your episodes and I'm like what so thank you for listening I so appreciate you being here I cannot wait to share more with you as I continue to live and any thoughts any feedback any requests any any anything if you want to chat come and hit me up because I love chatting I always have time for it and I'm keen to talk to you so I will see you on the next episode thank you so much for listening to this episode of the one up project if you want to find more stuff just like this check out our other apps or follow us at the one up project on instagram or tiktok see you there